Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 50, which is absolutely insane. Can't believe it. (laughs) So now we will go straight into our news segment. Maddie, what's our first story? Alrighty, so our first story comes from NME, written by Caleb Triscari, and it's all about the music from the home front concert that as of recording has already happened but i'd still like to talk about it. i thought it was really really cool so uh the article reads a group of australian and new zealand artists led by tame impala's kevin parker and courtney barnett will play a live stream concert in honor of anzac day and workers on the front lines of the covid19 pandemic the concert titled music from the home front will be broadcast on television on the evening of anzac day Music from the Home Front was conceptualised by concert promoter and Frontier Touring CEO Michael Gadinsky with help from Jimmy Barnes. Other notable names on the lineup include G Flip, Paul Kelly, Missy Higgins, The Rubens, Marlon Williams, and beloved children's music group The Wiggles. More artists will be cu- will be added in the coming days, and those artists include um, Crowded House. I know were added. Um, DMAs were on the bill as well and a couple of other um, Australian artists so each set will be performed from the location where each artist is in isolation so there's a quote here from Michael Gadinsky it says throughout history music has helped people through times of hardship music from the home front is about uniting Australian and Australian and New Zealanders through the power of music in a time that we all need a bit of hope and happiness so there you go the the concert has already happened it happened last night as of when we were recording um but yeah i thought it was really really cool love seeing the wiggles on there um the dmas yeah. also i just want to note i had never listened to the dmas before and there they covered crowded houses better be home soon on the concert and i was like floored i had no idea <laughs> that the singer was that good like he's amazing yeah i had no idea yeah that maybe that'll be my yeah. under a rock next week <laughs> stay tuned for stay next tuned week's yeah but no i was really really <laughs> impressed with it and like delta goodrum oh another one that was really really good delta goodrum and colin hay who's um from men at work they did like this stripped back like version of um i come from the land down under which was surprisingly yeah. good as well it was it was a really good night i, I liked watching it it's pretty cool though um something that i noticed was um on Twitter, a lot of sort of people from the music industry was sort of saying it's really nice to see that um, commercial television support, like, will have this sort of night of support for local Australian artists because yeah. you don't really see that. Um, like, on here in Australia, you don't really see, like, I guess local sort of um, smaller Australian artists sort of get any sort of spotlight. So it's cool to see, like, obviously it's a little bit of a sad situation with the pandemic and everything but at least that's sort of a positive I think coming from that as well yeah for sure it was so nice to see like Australian artists sort of showcased in that way because like you always see these really really big concerts and it's like you know artists from the US and from the UK and like all these really really big names but it was really nice to see yeah some like up-and-coming Australian artists who like have a really really great career as it is but they're probably Mm. not um, as well known sort of in the mainstream sort of media sector, I guess, but it was good mm. to see them showcased and stuff, which was really, really nice. Agreed. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on to our second story, Vivian. What have you got for us today? <laughs> so our second story is, uh, 
wild one. So this is coming from Music Feeds written by Laura English, and it says, Travis Scott just debuted his new Kid Cudi collab, The Scots, via Fortnite. So Travis Scott has teamed up with Kid Cudi to give us The Scots. The new single was debuted on Fortnite as part of Epic Games' astronomical event. So um, in the article, which we'll link in the description, you can see some videos from Twitter to see what that looked like. Uh, so the single's debut came at the end of a six-song virtual concert inside the Fortnite game, and Travis Scott's giant avatar thing makes an entrance and a half. So essentially what it is, is there's just this huge like projection of Travis Scott in the world <laughs> of Fortnite. Oh and my it God. just looks like it's insane um but yeah so the single uh the scots is also out now on streaming services so i just thought this was such an interesting story because i mean with everything going on right now um obviously like artists are it's obviously hard to sort of i guess promote um their their new singles or albums or any sort of press like it's very hard to sort of come by so i think it's really smart on Travis Scott and his team to just sort of be like okay like what is a good way to sort of showcase a new song why don't we do it in Fortnite <laughs> yeah where everyone's I mean everyone's already at home like playing video games why not like, yeah. chuck it in there that's such an interesting idea that I've never ever sort of thought of before yeah and I just like I don't know how they did it logistically like I don't know what the sort of process behind it was but it is pretty cool like because the thing is with Fortnite, it's an online game and obviously there's like heaps of people on at the same time playing in the same world. Um, so, you know, just imagine just like running around in the world and you just sort of like with your little avatar and then you just see this huge projection of Travis Scott singing. It's like, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to say it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was a bit of an interesting uh, news story for this week but uh, Maddie what's our last news story so our last one I've got an article from Music Feeds written by Laura English and it says Andy King to host a virtual EDM festival for Firefest's three year anniversary so Andy King is bringing us a virtual music festival to celebrate the literal disaster's third anniversary and to be honest with his <laughs> level of commitment we reckon it'll be good it's a virtual three day and the lineup is gorgeous. He's got Youngblood, What's So Not, Crooked Colours, and Joyride, to name a few. In a press release, King said, This festival gives us a chance to translate the anniversary of fire into some real good that's needed in the world right now. Um, and then it goes on to say that um, the Andy King's Room Service Music Festival will go ahead this weekend on Trap Nation and Chill Nation's YouTube channel. So it's going to be streamed um, on YouTube. And I'll link the article in the description. It's got the full lineup of all of the artists as well. But yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. Another well, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like, people don't remember how trash Fire Festival was. <laughs> it's trying to like cover it up with something else. <laughs> yeah, like it's such an odd. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, it's sort of like deeper. It's not that weird, but yeah, it's just I think because of how much of a disaster that was. And everything that sort of came out after that, all the stories and everything, it's just funny to see like him sort of go, yeah, like I'm doing this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, I think it's, it's a good idea. It's just, I feel like there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of music festivals are sort of still happening, but like online or there's always these like televised things and it's like, 
Mm. You know, there's there's so many of them now for people to watch. And I don't know if that's, like, saturating it at all or, like, making it sort of not as special, but I don't know. I don't know how I that's feel about point. that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Let us know I, about what you th- what you guys think, because I'm yeah. sort of, like, on the fence about whether all of these, like, online music festivals or virtual music festivals happening is sort of, like, a lot of overkill. Because it's sort of, like, mm. all happening at once. Like, you know, with, like, normal music festivals, there's heaps of them, but they're sort of, like, spread out, like, over the year, and it's kind of like, oh, we're all in lockdown. What else are we going to do? Let's just do this. Like, film yeah. us, you know, doing a set in our living room and... You know, I don't know, but that's just me. But it's interesting. Mm. It's a cool, cool initiative. So good on him for doing it. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Anyway, um, that was our uh, new segment for today. So as we do every week, we encourage you to pause the podcast and check out the YouTube and Spotify playlists for all of the songs that we're about to talk about now, because some of them are a bit bit strange so definitely (laughs) need to check them out before we talk about them because it could get a bit confusing so um check those out and we'll go into song of the week first with vivian yes so my song of the week uh this week is if you're too shy let me know by the 1975 yes this is another song from the 1975 (laughs) i don't know what the count is anymore (laughs) i know we need a big tally um we really do but the thing is, I so this song they've just released um, a few days ago, and it is coming from their upcoming album, Notes on a Conditional Form, which I feel like has been, like, I feel like we've been waiting forever for this yeah, album. Yeah, um, it feels so long. Yeah, because I think it was supposed to come out, I think, at the beginning of this year, and then it got pushed to the end of April. So I think it's coming out in a few weeks now, but this song... The reason why I picked it was I feel like it is sort of going back to their roots of what we're sort of familiar with, with the 1975. It's very reminiscent of their previous two albums. You've got like the, you know, the classic sort of 80s synth. You've got Matty Healy's like, I guess his vocals are always recognizable, but I think the way he's sort of singing in this one, it's sort of more attuned to what like their previous stuff yeah. has been so I guess like the thing that I really do like though it is such like a fun song which mm. I feel like we haven't in terms of the singles for this upcoming album we haven't really gotten like we've had this weird eclectic mix of songs and like I, I feel like this is sort of a more light-hearted kind of like song that you put on and you can dance to like we did have sort of like more upbeat songs but the sort of like the subject matter was still like really intense and you know I just feel like this is sort of like a good like general like happy song to yeah put on, for if sure that makes sense. I, I yeah. really really like um yeah again how how happy and nice it is but the like the horn section or just like the saxophone yes. in it is really really cool I love when they add that sort of element it just ties it in so well and somehow like it yeah. just works with all of the songs that they like put out it's just yeah. yeah I feel like that's such a staple element for them now having yeah. some sort of like horn section and yeah that solo like there's a really nice solo um towards the end of the song and it's and it's just it just sounds glorious and mm. the thing that I'm sort of like now just thinking of <laughs> as I'm saying <laughs> this is like I really don't know what this album's gonna be and I don't know 
you know, sort of we've had such like an eclectic mix of genres with what they've released so far. Yeah. I think while that's a good thing to be experimental in terms of a cohesive album, I don't know if, you know, sort of you want to sort of delve into all these different genres. I don't know if that's a good idea when it comes to listening to like the full album. Yeah. I don't know if it's all going to sound cohesive. It's definitely a mixed bag of stuff that they've got going. And I just want to like add the, the beginning of this song how it's it's very it's very very different to the rest of it like there's this bit at the beginning and there's you sort of hear this like ethereal like female voice sort of like floating over the top with these really really sort Mm. of like it sort of reminded me that of like i was sort of in a fairy tale almost i was like oh this is really pretty (laughs) this is so nice this is lovely and then i sort of thought the song would go off there but it didn't it switched up very very quickly um, into this really, really mm. nice groovy song. But yeah, I thought the beginning was really, really cool. I quite liked it. It was very pretty. Yeah. And I think that's sort of like, they. I feel like that's so them now is to sort of just like subvert expectations and just, I feel like, and I'm probably wrong, but I feel like they do sort of do it just for the sake of, you know, yeah, um, like changing expectations or like to surprise people like I you know I feel like their previous two albums like you did sort of get like a very consistent flow of what to expect from them Mm. but with this one it's like who knows knows (laughs) you'll find out (laughs) yes um so yeah that was my song of the week this week if you're too shy let me know by the 1975 what is your song of the week Maddie so this week my song is JT by John Bellion so a couple of weeks ago, I had a bit of a um, an urge to do like a deep dive into John Bellion's catalogue. Um, nice. And <laughs> I definitely did not regret it at all because I've sort of been meaning to do it for ages now. Because like there's every song that I have heard of his, I like. I really, really mm. enjoy like how incredible of an artist he is and just the way that he can, you know, turn like the most random sort of sounds into this gorgeous song but this song in particular so JT is the one that I'm talking about and it's from his like latest album which was like two years ago um it's Glory Sound Prep and it's super super fun like it's so bouncy and it's really really enjoyable to listen to and I've sort of been like thrashing it every chance that I get because it's (laughs) so awesome to listen to it makes me so happy like Every time I put it on, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go, dance party, love it. But, like, the thing that I really, really, really love is um, all of the, like, polyrhythms that are, like, with all of the percussion and all of the different sort of, yeah, like, percussive elements throughout it. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a drum set. Like, it's, like, random stuff that sort of makes it really, really punchy and percussive. It's a really, like, amazing use of those instruments and all of those elements. It's so fun. There's so many layers to it. And then also one thing that I really love is like these gospel backing vocals that come in in like the second half of the song and like they sort of um, come in right at the ends of all of the phrases in the chorus. And it's just so like glorious to listen to. It just like fills you with this warm, fuzzy feeling and you just want to like sing along. It's just, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that that the the gospel element really elevated the song mm. for me because, yeah, we've we've spoken about John Bellion a few times on this podcast and we're both 
you know, such huge fans of him. And I think what I really enjoy about this song is because, you know, he's such a well-known producer as well. Mm. Um, so I really think that shines in this song, like you just said, with the percussive elements. But the thing is, when <laughs> so when I first, so I actually hadn't heard the song, which is interesting because yeah. I do listen to a bit of his stuff. But when I saw the word JT, oh, well, I, when I saw it was called JT, for some reason, my mind thought it was Justin Timberlake. That's exactly like, oh, what guy? I heard. That's exactly what I thought the moment I was like, is this song about John T- like Justin Timberlake? But it's John Travolta. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I was like, oh, is this going to be like some cool, like, ode to Justin Timberlake? And it wasn't. <laughs> it starts but... beef with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> but like I do quite like that sort of and I think that's another thing with with John Bellion he does like to put these interesting little like um lyrical elements that are like you wouldn't normally hear in like a pop song so like with that sort of thing he sort of says how he has money to to go to Greece or something to pay yeah. for flights yeah. to Greece holidays to Greece but he's not yeah yep. yeah but he's not talking about um and then he's like I'm not talking about John Travolta so he's saying like you know, not the movie Greece, which like John the Travolta country Greece. Yeah, I know it took me a while because I couldn't figure out the line before he says, "But I don't mean John Travolta." I could not work it out for yeah. the life of me, and I'm like listening to it, I'm like I can't do this. What the hell is it? So I looked it up, and then it says like about Greece, and I went, "Oh, that's yeah. where the John Travolta thing comes in." It took me a while. I was like, it was really bugging me. Funny, yeah. Well, which is really funny because it's like if people, well, I mean, if you don't know who John Travolta is a then you're living under a rock but yeah. also if you don't know that he was in Greece well I just you I can't help you <laughs> so but like if people listen to this and they're like what like what does this mean what Still does this reference make sense. like yeah yeah it's a bit confusing but yeah after I looked up the lyrics I was like oh okay I had a light bulb moment I was like all right we're good now <laughs> it all makes sense yeah exactly but yeah that's I the reason it's my song of the week is literally because I've been like thrashing it constantly and I just absolutely love it it's such a good song such a feel-good anthem i love mm. listening to it so yeah that is my song of the week um jt by john billion so we'll move into under a rock now so my under a rock song this week is inappropriate behavior by lime cordial so this um this band they're sort of very very popular in like the australian sort of indie indie scene there i learned that they're brothers from sydney apparently um so this song was released in 2019 as like a single i don't think they've put out an album for a while but um i really really like it i have never listened to their stuff before um i think it sort of came up on like one of my spotify playlists because my sister sort of because we share a spotify account like if you didn't know um and so i get the weirdest recommendations because i get my music taste and then my sister's who is like I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here right now because my sister has <laughs> the wackest music taste that I've ever, like, ever known for a human to have. Like, she'll be listening to jazz <laughs> one minute and then she listens to, like, some weird EDM thing and then she's listening to Lime Court. It's just so much. So my Spotify and algorithm... Then, like, trap music. My, yes, yeah. And she'll listen to, like, <laughs> Travis Scott and I'm like... So my Spotify algorithm is, like, messed up. But this song came out of it and I am very into it. I really like how groovy it is. I really like the um, the guitar riff that sort of goes through it. I quite enjoy that. 
Um, and then like the drum part's really, really nice. And it's just like a cool song that I really like. I don't know. There's nothing like super special about it. It's just like this song that I really enjoy by a band that I'd never heard of. So that's why I made it my under a rock. <laughs> So, yeah. And that's why we have this segment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, look. Oh. <laughs> when hot take approaching. When, when you said this when when you said this was your under a rock, I was sort of I was actually pretty surprised um because I didn't, you know, I've listened, I've heard um their stuff before many times they're on the radio a lot um here in australia as well which is always like a good thing when you hear australian artists playing on the radio um but yeah i think with what you just said there like how there's nothing particularly special about the song that's sort of how i feel about them as a whole (laughs) which i know sounds really bad (laughs) and i don't want to be mean (laughs) so i'm trying to say it as constructively as possible yeah but i think I think, you know, a lot of their songs sort of fit into this formula, which I've never just like personally, I've never really liked that sort of like if a band sort of has this go to formula and they don't really change things up. Like, I feel like that's that's just not Mm. for me, you know, because it all sort of sounds the same and I feel like it's recycled a lot. And I think that's why. And, you know, when you when. I first heard this song, which was sometime last year. I was like, oh, I was like, I can see it. I can, I know exactly where this is going. You know, I, yeah. I, I kind of like if a song can sort of, or if an artist can just do something different, it doesn't have to be a big change or a big sort of surprising element, but you know, just to like change things up a just little is always up. welcome. Yeah. yeah. But like, I do think they're very talented and I think it's really cool how they're both, well, how um they're very popular right now and i think they're very they've become like a staple in in that sort of australian indie scene yeah for sure i've definitely heard their name popping up like a lot recently and yeah um yeah i just really enjoy i'll have to listen to like the rest of their songs and see what i think but like when this one came on i think it's i think the reason i sort of like it is like the chorus is very singable and it's very like yeah it's which is a fair point. Yeah, like, and you're, it's one of those things that you would obviously expect to hear at like a, a festival and everyone's sort of like yelling along to it and it's really groovy, really nice, really happy. Um, yeah, mm. it's just like a, a nice song that you sort of like would chuck on in the background and listen to. But yeah, there's nothing, it's not super complex. It's not super like, you know, intricately put together. It's just the nice, simple, good song. And, you know, sometimes mm. you need some, so just some simplicity in your life that's so, true that yeah. Is true. yeah um so that's my under a rock this week inappropriate behavior by lime cordial vivian what is your song so my under a rock this week is uh renee's song by bazi 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 i think it's bazi i don't know i'm sorry um, <laughs> how many times did you say that learned... just then <laughs> i know i I panicked. I was like, it looks so simple, but you know, some people like, they just like to judge. But anyway, we've, we've learned by now that maybe we're not the best at pronouncing things, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, so this song actually, it came up on my release radar. I don't, well, obviously he's my under rock, so I don't listen to him to Buzzy a lot, but he was very popular. I think in 2018 with his song mine, it was like big on TikTok or Snapchat or whatever. And it sort of, can tell you're up with the kids, eh? Yes, yes. (laughs) You know me, Maddie, you know me. Always. (laughs) 
But so this song, um, I've never like that song mine. I was like, oh, this is actually like it's a nice song. He's got a really beautiful voice. Mm. But I never actually listened to um his other stuff until um this song came up on my release radar and I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And I always find it interesting when artists put like like sort of like personalization into their song. So obviously yeah. it's called Renee's song. So I was like, okay, this song is for someone. For Renee specifically. <laughs> so I started listening and I was just like, wow, this is such like a beautiful love song. And obviously love songs is, is so like oversaturated in any sort of music. But I think what I really appreciated about this one is it is a so personal um, it, it really feels like he is serenading her in a way when you listen to it. Um, and B, I think just how simple it is. Like, mm. I know what we were, we were just sort of talking about simplicity and I just fully like trashed a line <laughs> coin, <laughs> but hear me out with this one in particular. Like, I think because it is such like a simple, like, um, it, it doesn't need to be this like overcomplicated, like dramatic like over the top love song it is sort of just like no this is how i feel about you and i'm gonna put it into a song yeah i think with the simplicity thing like what it sort of does is it draws your ear to what he's saying rather than yeah like the rest of it which is probably the point so in some contexts like simplicity is good and then others it's not so good but i think for this one it it works really, really well because yeah, I, I again, I'd never really listened to his music much either, and I was thoroughly impressed by how good of a voice he has, and also like yeah. the harmony layering is really, really cool too. I absolutely adore it. It's so good. It's so pretty. Yeah, like it is. You know, the the I think his vocals definitely shine the most in this song because it's it's quite literally just a guitar. And then his voice, like, mm. in, like, some beautiful, like, layering as well, which you just mentioned, which, yeah, like, I think it's just, I think I just really appreciate that, like, he sort of decided to put together this type of song. Because, you know, like, I think when artists, like I said, personalize their songs so much, like, that is obviously so vulnerable to do, to put out into the world where so many people can access it and listen to it and say whatever they want about it, yeah. right? So the fact that he was just like, eh, whatever, like, I'm putting this out because I want to show how I feel about this person. I think that's really cool. Yeah, so sweet. It's yeah. such a beautiful song. I, I love it. Yeah. And I, I watched, um I watched, like, the music video, like, a few days ago, and I was like, wow. I was like, okay, he really loves her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Because it's like, it was like this whole, like, sort of, like, home video, like, videos of him oh, and his I girlfriend. Oh, I love that. Like, put I together. love those music videos where it's, like, the home video I thing. Know. Oh, my God. Oh. It was so gorgeous. Hits I was me like, right oh, in the feels. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. So, yeah, that's that's my Under a Rock this week, uh, Renee's song by Bazi. So, now we're going to go into Caught My Ear. So I'll kick us off. So my caught my ear this week is You're Too Precious by James Blake. So this song is is a lot. Um, it's really, <laughs> it's, it's going to be hard for me to explain, which is why you have to listen to the songs. But um, I was actually going to put this as my under a rock uh, because I've never, like James Blake has always sort of, his name has always popped up. And I think he is 
always like highly regarded by a lot of different people mm. but i've never really taken the time to listen to his stuff but oh, this song really? it was yeah but this song it was just released um i think just a few days ago and i was just like that's this is why i put it as my caught my ear is like the production is just gorgeous in this song and because mm. he because james blake he's an amazing singer he's got a beautiful very like soft toned voice but he's also um like a renowned producer as well and i was reading like something that he said about the song and he said oh you know i just wanted to find different ways to manipulate my voice and just see what comes out of it and it is just yeah like and that is what sort of like how i would describe this song like there's such interesting like intricate melodies like the manipulation on his voice is so fascinating mm. to me like from a production standpoint because i would never understand that. <laughs> like how they do that <laughs> i know it's i would crazy. never get <laughs> um but yeah i think i was kind of just i don't know for some reason i had this image in my mind of what james blake's music was and I d this was not what i was expecting mm. at all yeah we'll see i have kind of listened to james blake before mm. like obviously i've heard like i've heard his like probably one of his most popular songs like retrograde and then also um yeah what's the other one um oh limit to your love that's the other one that i really really like um and i've been mm. meaning to sort of like listen to the rest of his stuff because i really really enjoyed it and i love again like i love the way that he can like you know do all of those amazing um production sort of elements in his songs and this one is like such a good example of what he can do in that sort of area like the the sampling that he sort of does at the beginning like chopping up his voice as well as like manipulating is really really cool i absolutely love it mm. and then at the same time like he does like you said he has such a soft voice but then when you get when he gets sort of into his like lower register it's so rich and deep and like amazing and i just like it gives me chills every single time because yeah. it's yeah, because I think um, in a couple of his other songs, he sort of like, you know, sort of heads down to that, um, those lower pitches. And I was like, oh, like, it's really, really good. It hits me in a, in a way that, you know, not a lot of um, singers can. And he's just yeah. so talented. I am obsessed with everything that he can do. Yeah, like, I... I like as soon as I heard the song I was like I need to just I need to listen to his other stuff and I, I need to do a deep dive because this is very much like up my alley like in terms of it's so different it's so interesting and you can tell that he likes to experiment with sounds and like he even said he's like I just wanted to see what happened like yeah if I, did this. <laughs> I think the thing <laughs> is, is too is like so cool. it's his music is not something that you can listen to like casually like you have yeah. to be like attuned to what's going on. So if any any of you listeners are like looking to get into James Blake, I think one thing like you have to have an appreciation for I think of like everything that sort of goes into it and you have to like be on the lookout of, for like all of these different sort of elements that like pop in and mm. out cuz it's yeah, like I said it's not something you can sort of just like chuck on in the background and not pay much attention to cuz it's it's very weird, like, kind of sounding yeah. music, and it's not, like, 
it's uh, what's the word it's not like nice to listen to it's not sort of like yeah good for the it's ear not like a casual yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's like... very weird and interesting but at the same time there yeah. is like some like sort of beauty in it if you like pay attention and i think one mm. of the other things that i really really like is because it is quite like a very sort of um chill and like stripped back kind of song but like and there isn't much percussion in it but towards the end there's like this sort of like clapping bit that Mm. sort of goes through and like adds that percussive element to it like there is sort of like really like um toned down like backbeat but the clapping sort of comes out and it sort of like is really really prominent towards the end and I really really enjoyed that bit yeah and like it's just with what you sort of going off of what you were just saying like I think that's why like you know both you and I probably like this so much is because we do like listening out for little Mm. things like little elements that are different and you wouldn't normally hear in in songs these days so yeah like I just I'm I'm so happy that I came across this yeah like oh this is so cool you know that feeling when it's just like oh there's a new artist that I can just like deep dive yeah yeah um but yeah, so that's my Caught My Ear this week, You're Too Precious by James Blake. Maddie, what is your Caught My Ear? Okay, so my Caught My Ear this week is called The City by Ella Jane. Um, this was almost going to be my Under a Rock this week, um, but the thing that sort of snapped me out of it was like the the backing to this song, right? I don't think there are any instruments really much at all. It's like there is like percussion and that's kind of it. But all of the sort of like pitched backing is all sort of like vocal samples. It's like this, it's sort of like she sings a note and then has it like pulsate like to the beat behind it and then layers all of the harmonies on top. And it is phenomenal. I love it so, so much. She's so talented. So I, again, like, cause it was almost going to be my under rock. So I'd never heard anything of hers before. So I did a little digging and this is her only single on Spotify. Um, and oh, wow. she's 18 years old from New York. Ugh. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing for like a debut single. I was like, this is so good. Like why is How she, is she so 18? talented? I just, why do we always get like these young amazing artists i'm so jealous but insane but yeah so on top of the fact that it's got such a cool backing to it her voice is so gorgeous like she's so beautiful and soft and just like it floats over the music so well and it's just beautiful and i love listening to her like i would listen to it all day like it's gorgeous yeah oh for sure like i'm actually just i'm just floored by the fact that she's 18 we always talk about this whenever like an artist that pops up like whenever we hear someone who's so young and they have they have like such Mm. gorgeous talents but that is insane to even think that like someone that young could have released something like this like i think there's a maturity to it which again we have talked about like in this sort of context before but like something that sort of caught my ear was um the like the bass line yeah in this song like it like you said like there's not many instruments like it's all just pretty much vocal like layering english (laughs) um 
but that in particular and then like yeah her voice with just like how it's almost like it's like angelic in a way Mm. like it's very sort of like floaty and it's very beautiful and i'm just like wow she's 18 that is scary i know oh and one thing that i almost forgot to talk about which is like my favorite part i can't believe i forgot about this at the end right there's Mm. i'm gonna go into like a bit of a choir nerd thing for a second (laughs) um there's like a canon at the end and if you don't know what a canon is it's like a couple of phrases of music that sort of follow the same like harmonic progression in the lines and you can like play them all at the same time and it's sort of like all of these different like harmonies going together so that she's got like like all of these different phrases with I think she's got like the melody of the chorus going through it as well and it's sort of like one after another like stacks on top of each other she's got all these different phrases going at the same time it's about I think like four or five at one point and it's like just all her singing at the same time and just in this gorgeous canon and it just sort of like repeats on itself and it's so so cool i love a good canon i am obsessed i love a good canon oh my god not the gun kind um (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah like it's so so cool because you don't really hear that a lot in like mainstream music it's very much like reserved for choir stuff and it's always really really cool to see what people do with like all of these different phrases because it's so hard to write like a good one that sounds nice because like they're all different like they're all different rhythms different lyrics different like melodies and they come in at mm. different points and it's just yeah just so so cool to see someone write that and yeah i was Especially very very for proud. a solo artist yeah like i mean i you know i feel like because again she is so young and then like she's obviously the only person singing like that is pretty that's pretty impressive mm. like i i you know i certainly couldn't do that no. <laughs> you know like it's pretty cool yeah i was really really impressed so that was my caught my ear this week called the city by ella jane and this week we have a recommendation guys so we're not finished Yay. just yet hang on a little bit longer um so we had someone um her name was Alyssa luke she recommended us to listen to this song called monospree by sweet crude um so neither viv nor i had heard of this band before so we were very interested to listen um to this song and so before we go into what we thought of the song just a little background on them because we didn't really know much about them either so they're from New Orleans, which is in Louisiana in America, right? And so Louisiana has like a very rich like French history and sort of like that sort of um, influence. And so they're so this band's sort of um, like main kind of well not it's not a gimmick, but like um, interesting point about them is that they sing in English as well as Louisiana French. And so it's basically, it's essentially like French, but there's, you know, different sort of like grammar and like idiosyncrasies and sort of um, like slang, I guess. But yeah, so they sing in French and this whole song is in French, um, which is really, really cool. Um, And I am obsessed with this song. I love it so, so much. I was 
super duper impressed. It starts out with this really weird, like, um, I don't know what what kind of sound would you call it? Like, I really don't know. I don't know. even know. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. It's sort of like this like weird, it's... like theremin-y type, like yeah, siren. If you can picture kinda. what that sounds like. If, yeah, if you know what a theremin is, um, yeah. that's very niche. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's this weird. So like, it's not an instrument. It's like this weird sort of manufactured sound, and then it just like explodes after that, and this vocalist just belts her bloody heart out, and the guitar and the drums come in and it's just like just an explosion of sound and it's so so good I was like I had to like pause the song and just kind of like stop because I was so like overwhelmed I was like oh my god like where did this come from so good and then yeah I just like jammed out the rest of the time it was awesome yeah like I was just I was absolutely just, I had no words listening to this because, you know, I, I listened to it first before I sort of looked, uh, looked them up and sort of found out their backstory. Mm. I was just like, this is gorgeous. Like the thing that sort of, I guess, caught my ear was the fact that like, it is this really interesting, like amalgamation of like many different genres. Mm. Like it almost feels like an indie rock slash stadium pop empowerment anthem like i feel like (laughs) it is this very sort of like uplifting song and then like i sort of looked up the um like what it what you know the translation the rough translation I, i think it translates to my mind like the title and it is like about women empowerment which i was like okay that is pretty cool because yeah like so it's about sort of like um, from a women's perspective, sort of um, looking at like stereotypes and what's expected of women these days and sort of flipping the script on that and sort of saying like, I don't want to be like that, which is pretty cool because I mean, I did not, obviously I, I don't speak French. So when I first listened to it, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what they, what she was sort of singing, yeah. but I did sort of feel like this very, like, that's like, that sort of like, gut feeling that this was this really uplifting song because yeah like her vocals in the chorus Mm. are just beautiful and very like you can hear the emotion in her tone which is gorgeous but yeah but the fact that yeah the fact that that's what the song is about i was like this is insane and it's gorgeous yeah well now that you said that like the context of the song it makes a lot more sense now because like yeah, yeah, I was sort of along the same thing. It's sort of this really, yeah, uplifting, like, um, yeah. I I am just floored at how really, um, how they've sort of manipulated different genres too because it's mm-hmm. sort of this really weird mixture. And then something I also read too about them was like they have sort of um, this focus when they do like live performance on, you know, being like this very joyous sort of like physical performance I don't know what that probably entails because I haven't like seen them live or what they do I'm gonna have to look up some videos on YouTube but um but they also like have sort of a focus on like percussion which comes through in this song as well and I was like ah because there's so many cool like interesting percussion like percussive elements throughout this and it's yeah Mm. it's really really awesome song that you kind of like you don't want to like belt along to it but it's like, yeah, it's really, really good. And I am very, very impressed by this recommendation. So thank you very much, Alyssa, 
for commenting on our Instagram. And if any of you guys want to recommend us a new song, because this was like out of the park. I don't know if any of you are going to be able to top this, um, but please sure. try. Um, DM us, <laughs> comment on things. We would love to hear what you guys are listening to. We absolutely love hearing all of your recommendations but um that is it for this episode so thank you so much for listening you can check us out on spotify podcast apple podcast google podcast Castbox, etc we're also on youtube so wherever you get your podcast fix you'll be able to find us yes and you can follow us on social media at caught my ear pod on facebook instagram and twitter and yeah like maddie said before that's where you can send us your recommendations or even just thoughts you know, just general thoughts about anything, yeah. really. We will listen because we love hearing from you guys. We love discussing music. That's the whole point of this podcast. But, yeah, so please, please send us through your recommendations and your thoughts. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you on Monday for a new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.